I honestly didn't know until didn't like notice? until like two day two or three days ago. I didn't know you're out of town. Whenever you said something about an airport, or no, I can't remember. But yeah, I had no idea. I could swear I told you. I don't think so. Oh, it probably slipped my mind. Probably did. <laughs> You goof. <laughs> I am. Uh, while I was in Colorado, I watched a lot of the show Cops in the in the it's, hotel room. <laughs> that's definitely one of those shows where you start watching and then you just kind of watch it. Yeah, I watched that thing all night. It, it was on TV pretty much the entire time I was I was there. One thing I won't watch just to watch is The Office. It's always on Comedy Central. But I love The Office. I can't do it. Oh, I mean, man. I it's funny, but like. It's on twenty, almost 24-7. You're right. They do play it pretty much constantly yeah. on TV. And I'm just like, man, you guys, I mean, it's a good show. It's funny, but you got to chill. There's There are other things you could be putting on your on your channel. <laughs> I, I think Two and that. a Half Men would be the show that I just watch to have on if there's nothing on. It's, a, it's a pretty, I mean, with Charlie it Sheen. Is, yeah. I haven't seen the Ashton Kutcher, but it's pretty funny. I've seen it. No, it's good. It's always good. The first thing, uh, first thing I noticed when I was watching cops this entire thing though was like the very first clip they played. They pulled over this black guy because his tag light was out. Seems pretty simple enough, but mm-hmm. like I don't know if a cop would normally go out of their way to pull somebody over with the tag light out. Hey, I got pulled over once for having an expired. Well, the cop thought I had expired tags, but she it just they weren't. She just didn't know. She, she couldn't. <laughs> she like was like, oh, I thought it was a different color. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that she just all embarrassed got in her car yeah. and drove away. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't even think she waited for me to go. I think after she got back to her car, she just left before me. And you know how usually cops will wait for you to leave and then you and then they leave. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because they, they want to watch. They they hate to see you go, but they love to watch you leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because this guy was nervous, they got him out of the car. They basically put him in handcuffs immediately for a tag light being out which i thought was absolutely ridiculous um they searched his car and then he was like yeah like i'm I'm sorry i'm going to get that fixed and then they had him take his shoes off then whenever he got the first one off he fucking bolted (laughs) i was like no man i was rooting for you That's funny. Maybe maybe they had to, they were trying to find a reason to pull him over. They probably saw him they doing were. something. And yeah, then, I'll tell you what they saw him doing. What did they see? Not being white. No, I highly <laughs> doubt it. You don't think so? I don't know. I, I always like to think think of the good in people there before I go really, straight to stuff like that. There wasn't really any probable cause to get him like out of the car to search him, though. Well, they first they need a reason to pull someone over. So the tag light, the I mean, tag light the, the was tail the light. Was the, was the reason. But they got him out of the car because he was acting nervous. I act nervous when I get pulled over. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I act I've nervous not... whenever I'm not doing anything bad. Yeah. I know, right? Isn't that... You shouldn't have to feel that way yeah. with people that are supposed to protect you and serve you. Right. You shouldn't be, like, always scared when they're around, even though you know you're not doing anything. You know who I'm not afraid of? Who? Firemen. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love the fire fire guys. Fire They're people. Awesome. Fire people. Well, fire persons. But I mean, granted, they did find a bunch of crack on him. <laughs> bunch of crack. Bunch of crack. <laughs> like I was rooting for him, absolutely. And there were just there were some stuff that it, it was almost like they were pulling him over because of the odds of him having something on him were higher. I it's, guess. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But he wasn't. 
There was another one that I thought was pretty fucking hilarious. Honestly, everybody on these shows these days, they look like people we would hang out with. (laughs) (laughs) So he, there was another one. He pulled this guy over. He looked like just like kind of a bigger white dude. And they, um, he also was acting nervous. And the cop was like, he's like, you're handshaking. Is there something you're hiding from me? And he's like, no, man, the, like, to be honest with you, I just got pulled over and got a ticket last week. So I'm a little bit like frustrated, (laughs) but like that, that, that is normal. That is absolutely normal for somebody to be like Mm -hmm. nervous whenever they're pulled over. And they, they really focus on that with almost every one of these. But so he's like, can I search your car? And he's like, I'd really prefer you didn't. And the cop takes a step back and he's like, you are within every right of the law to refuse. But because you're acting nervous and you refused, I'm going to go ahead and search your car. (laughs) So he pulls his ass out, puts him in handcuffs. And he's like, all right, man, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a little bit of weed in the car and I hit a pipe under the seat. And he was like, okay. He's like, it, since you're being honest with me, if I go in there and that's all I find, I'm going to write you a ticket and then you'll be on your way. And he was like, all right. He's like, I, I really am sorry. I didn't mean to lie to you. And he's like, uh, we'll just see. And then he goes, he finds it. He comes back. It's exactly what the guy said it was. And the cop's like, yeah, I appreciate you being honest with me, but you should have been honest with me from the beginning. <laughs> And they arrested his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. What a dick. And it's like a double standard, too, because he told him right there. He's like, if that's all you have, I'm not going to arrest you. Well, luckily, he was probably wearing a, uh, what are those, the cameras, you know? Yeah. And it records automatically. So, yeah. luckily, the lawyer can be like, hey, play uh, play that, that footage real quick. And he, ha- he gave him his word, and I bet you he will get out of it. I'm ready for just a lot of cops to just not be such dickheads about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's called a power trip. Because, like, they don't even realize it's so expensive. That's all it is. And it's just, if you're already somebody who's down on your luck, then that's mm-hmm. just not a position you want to be put in. And then there's going to be the people out there like, we'll just obey the law. But, I mean, if you're getting pulled over and arrested for weed, weed is legal in most of the states now, you dumb dicks. (laughs) (laughs) At least medicinal. Yeah, at least medicinal. But I think the best thing they could do for our country is probably just Just legalize it and fuck off. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, fucking fuck off. (laughs) as cool as anarchy would be i don't think i could survive it <laughs> no we just need to go back to the olden days where they, they just had one sheriff and one deputy <laughs> <laughs> i like that you still have to vote on them in yeah. regular day politics but mm. there's only two guys that have to that protect the whole city entire city yep. <laughs> oh man that'd be hilarious well this is this never happened podcast i'm a host lee the hostess with the mostest, but it, but not hostess with the mostest. Yeah, equally equally has the mostest and is also a hostess. Okay. I might be Greg. You always say that. <laughs> I you know some days I just, I could be not Greg. I'm waiting for it. Just like you my always hacked Instagram pretty... account. <laughs> oh, yeah. That has be been Greg. so much fun to to <laughs> mess with that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to convince him to give us his uh, social security <laughs> number right now. <laughs> yeah, the idiot. So my old picture was 
like the picture of me on our cover art it was just my picture and <laughs> so anyway we have our cover art as our profile picture on instagram instagram and starts, this never happened to underscore show <laughs> yep that is our handle uh but this dude starts messaging our podcast's instagram and as if he were you yeah he, he's <laughs> like he's like dude help me out man like my my account got hacked so blah 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 and then this is when lee started fucking with them and i was at work and my phone was blowing up and i was like what the hell is going on i keep telling him we are one we are <laughs> we legion, are legion. <laughs> <laughs> but i only refer to like me as us mm-hmm. and i hope that really fucking freaks him out <laughs> <laughs> i doubt it i bet you i bet you this dude is so stupid if he he won't be on our like We've offered to have him on podcasting couch and everything. Mm-hmm. We want him to tell his story, mm-hmm. but he just won't play into that. <laughs> Apparently not. But and well, at least I mean, recently you could tell that he might be trying. He might be doing trying it again because I have more people messaging me on Facebook asking if if that's me, and I'm like, fuck. If you get again. somebody asking you to send them a screenshot of something mm-hmm. from your account, absolutely, just don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> just. Just stop right there, rethink your entire life, and you know, just I, I turn off. Yeah, we should have, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, so frustrating. Today, we are talking about feral children. He is probably a feral child. He's pro- He was probably a feral child. He just doesn't know how to act. Definitely a child. His dad didn't beat him hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, fer- a feral child is a person who has lived isolated from human contact at a very young age and has little or no experience of human care, behavior, or human language. A feral child, like, isn't necessarily a child that was raised by animals, but also just raised in such, like, a secluded, like, captivity, Mm -hmm. almost also. But we'll talk a little bit about both of these because they're pretty fun. Um, this will play a, a lot into the whole like nature versus nurture thing. So really keep gotcha. that in mind as we go through this. The first one we'll talk about today is from the 1960s. So relatively recent for feral children. Okay. Her name is Jeannie Wiley. At first I thought it said Jeannie Weenie. <laughs> I was like, wow, what a horrible name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But this picture that I put on here, look at her just blank faced. I mm-hmm. think they caught her at like the perfect moment because usually she's just like kind of bat shit out of her mind. Okay. <laughs> um, she was born in 1957 near Los Angeles. This, oh man, this story, I know we're starting on this one, but it's a little bit dark pretty much. <laughs> Not all of them are like this, but this one, oof, it gets, it gets sad. Okay. So almost from the moment she was born, her dad Clark started acting like a real fucker and started abusing Jeannie and her mom Irene. Damn. So most of the time, Jeannie was kept strapped to a toddler toilet through her like like infant and toddler years. Yeah, this here's how we potty train our kids. Yeah, <laughs> if they're always on it, they can't shit in the bed. They'll know that they gotta shit here. You don't, don't even <laughs> don't shit on the floor child yeah we don't buy them diapers I, I hate changing diapers yeah so this is this is pretty innovative it's, it's gonna be the future of kid potty training that's for sure <laughs> he's really sure of that. 
<laughs> or she was kept in a wire cage while her dad hit her with a plank of wood. Wow. Yeah. This dude's a she real just hit her before asshole. and then put her in. <laughs> you got, that's how you get her to listen. <laughs> so Clark didn't really do too much talking to her. Instead, he would just bark and snarl at her like a fucking rabbit. <laughs> was the dog. dad feral too? <laughs> Basically, he was, yeah, like, oh man, this this reminds me a lot of this one that happened recently too. Um, 2020 talked about it. It was this whole family where basically they were kept like, uh, kept captive in the house, just like like this Jenny Wiley, Jeannie Wiley, and hmm. uh, but it was on a larger scale much more modern and people just thought they were homeschooled but they basically had no social skills um, unfortunate unfortunately they were sexually abused and things like that and yeah. the dad the whole time he was like an engineer that weird worked, uh so oh, he was man. a psychopath what's yeah. that what's that one big uh, like missile company oh, you got lockheed lockheed he was a he was an engineer for lockheed martin wow yeah pretty crazy shit but this this reminds me so much of it Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was doing the research, there wasn't really any like comparison, but I think that's strange because of like the barking and snarling at her and only having contact with her blind mom and psychopathic dad for the first 13 years of her life. She just absolutely had no idea like how to communicate outside of there. Huh? But finally... In 1917, nope. <laughs> <laughs> 1917 plus 64, 63, 63 60, years. It, wait, 1917, 64. No. Fuck here it, 1970. I didn't, even, I didn't even think you were going to get the chance to do mental math in this episode. Here we got it. <laughs> oh, yes. Cross that one off the list. <laughs> 63. But finally... In 1970. 53. It's, it's 1917 plus 53 years. Okay. <laughs> That's 70. I believe you now. I think. Yep, we're going to go with it. That's my final answer, Regis. <laughs> Leave it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Jeannie and Irene finally escaped in 1970. Nice. So her mother, Irene, obviously blind, relied heavily on Jeannie, and she couldn't see her, so she was like, she was like, Jeannie, just click and guide me. Grab, lick my palm whenever we're close to a door. <laughs> <laughs> but they finally got out. Her mother, uh, she was trying to find a building that offers aid to the blind, but accidentally stumbled into social services instead. What the hell? What are the, what are the chances of that? <laughs> How much you want to bet Irene asked for directions? <laughs> and someone was like, uh... Yeah, it's just right over there. <laughs> and she's like, thanks. And she's dragging around this little girl that's like, rawr, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So they they went inside. The social workers took one look at Jeannie and knew she needed help. At first thought, they thought she was autistic because of how she was acting. But they had absolutely no idea of the extent of the abuse, of abuse that uh, these girls had gone through. They felt so bad for her situation, in fact, that they placed her under scientific study for several years. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. We should keep her captive and, and watch her. 
<laughs> see what she does. Uh, but, but I feel so bad, though. Oh, but but, but we <laughs> should probably put her in a room by herself yeah. with nothing. Yeah, because she is pretty dangerous from a one-way mirror. And she's also a little bit dirty. Yeah, but I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. She should give her random drugs and watch what happens. I, but yeah, that's just yeah terrible. <laughs> oh, she's she's angry. I wonder what she's angry at. Maybe it's being in the room. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough, the Institute also strapped her to a toilet. No, I don't actually know if that's true. <laughs> she kept shitting and pissing everywhere, so they fucking put easier. her on a toilet. All the Institute wanted to find out was how extreme how she isolated... <laughs> there I go again. There, there you sentences. go. <laughs> it's exactly what I was going to say. Anyway. They wanted to find out how extreme isolation in a person's formative years shaped their lives. And a group of scientists was highly interested in finding out what part language has in a person's development and what part development plays in a person's language. Hmm. So they saw Jeannie as a blank slate, an ideal opportunity for research. No, Jeannie was just literally a blank slate. She, she, after all the drugs, she was just <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> During this time, experts made some discoveries. For example, uh, Jeannie disproved the theory that one could not learn a language after puberty. Wow, I yeah. didn't. That's crazy. I can't believe they thought that all the way up until the 1960s or 70s. Yeah, that's yeah. We're, we still think it. We still find out new stuff every day. Mm-hmm. She did, however, struggle with grammar quite a bit, like us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people saw the experiments to be too rigorous and uh, that she was being exploited for fame and profit by the researchers which mm. i mean if you had the opportunity it's not every day because i i mean a researcher like these scientists aren't gonna be able to keep a child captive themselves for 13 years so how are they going to be able to find this these things out like yeah. this language it's like, how could they ever get a parent to agree to let them teach their their child language from an early, <laughs> like? I just, or, what, how, I'm just confused on how the mom didn't teach her language. Why didn't they just try to teach somebody who had already gone through puberty a different language? <laughs> no, I'm just really confused about this whole thing. Oh my gosh! But it is crazy. It's just. Yeah, just absolutely feral but hmm. and acted like a dog, but just because of the, that dumbass dad. Yeah. So as for the parents, they were both charged for child abuse, but the mom was able to get the charges dropped on account of the blindness. <laughs> <laughs> for Clark, he killed himself before the trial, uh, leaving behind a note that said, the world will never understand. You're right. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know what you mean by that. <laughs> Me neither. You think he was just talking about that note? Yeah. Like, the world will never understand this note. <laughs> Whatever this... Yeah, I, I like to think that he's referring to, like, why I did it. And the only thing I can think of was that she was a fucking demon. Like, in that the movie The Omen. Damn. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and he was like, I had to. She was going to fucking kill me. <laughs> He's like, now that she's escaped, oh, she's going to come for me. She's going to be so pissed. <laughs> hmm. Now I want to know what he was, what was going on in his world. Exactly. But obviously some, some mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't see any other thing. But that also brings me back to an old question that we've asked before, like, what defines someone being mentally fit enough to stand for trial? Because it's pretty clear that he was not. Yeah. It doesn't, it almost, it Unless, does seem like it was the easy way out for him. If he was an engineer, he could he could stand trial. He wasn't going to be crazy. Well, I don't think this guy was the engineer. That was the other family. I actually, oh. I don't know what, what he did. I don't know if he did anything. Jeannie was eventually placed into foster homes most of them being abusive of course the abuse she experienced in the foster homes caused her to regress and she never recovered from her trauma damn she is reportedly living in a senior home and is now the shell of a person and that is the story isn't that sad as shit it makes you wonder though the dad wrote that the world will never understand thing and so she got she got adopted, and every all the other people abused her. So it makes you yeah. wonder what he meant by that. <gasps> you think she deserved it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and neither will I. Moving on. Did you ever watch Hercules? <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently, Hercules was a feral child. Hmm. Sure, he was. <laughs> Damn. So his godfather. And mom just left him? Godfather. Yeah, so that's a whole story that we'll have to get into is probably Hercules. Uh, because his the 12 labors mm-hmm. were so interesting. And then you find out really just how much of a dickhead Zeus was. <laughs> and, oh, man, that's going to be a future episode for sure. I'll, I'll oh, whew, get ready for it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on quickly. Um, an oldie but a goodie, Peter the Wild Boy. <laughs> wild Boy. The wild Boy. <laughs> they believe that he was either raised by wolves or bears. One of the two. Or both. Look at that shit-eating grin on his Wild Boy face. Damn, he looks crazy. <laughs> so I got this directly from History.com, and I really feel like they said it perfectly, so I'm going to read this part exactly. In the summer of 1725... A naked and mute adolescent boy was found living alone in the woods of northern Germany. The child was brought before the British King George I, who took a liking to him and had him shipped to his court, christened Peter. The boy soon became the Toast of London and was regularly trotted out as a party favor to entertain royal guests. Nobles were fascinated by the wild boy's habit of scurrying about on all fours as they laughed at his disregard for table manners and his penchant for picking pockets and trying to kiss ladies of the court. Weird. Right? I mean, super fucked up, but really Super weird. fucked up. I, it's, they were just like, hey, look what we found. And King George was like, let me see that. And he's like <laughs> sitting there like, Donnie from fucking the wild thornberries. Like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely a feral kid somehow. He was a feral child, yeah. They I think they found him just like that too, just like these I think guys. they did find him. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> after several attempts 
To civilize Peter and failing, he never learned to speak and preferred to sleep on the floor. So he was eventually, quote, sent to the countryside where he lived until his death in 1785. Hmm. Like I fucking believe that for two seconds. <laughs> they took him out. They took his ass out there and shot him old Yeller style. Oh yeah. <laughs> King George is like, "Where's my, where's my Peter?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Peter went to live on the farm." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, that's okay. He'll mm. be much happier out there." <laughs> <laughs> Look at the picture they they drew to try to make you think that he got to grow old. It looks like Jack Black, kinda. <laughs> it does. Oh man, there was a there was also I have this picture on here for you, Greg. It was a picture of the collar that they made him wear. Man, that thing looks uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. With oh man, yeah, it says inscripted on it, Peter the Wild Man of Hanover. Whoever will bring him to Mister Fen at Birmhamstead shall be paid for their trouble. Just dial three eight one five five five. It doesn't have a phone number because it was the seventeen hundreds. But yeah, was it seventeen hundreds? Is that what I said? Yep, seventeen twenty five. Man, that is. Yeah, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all all these feral child stories. It's like not all of them. Some of these do have happy endings, so you won't be let down for for all of these. Um. Since then, experts experts <laughs> have used Peter's portraits to hypothesize that he had actually suffered from Pitt-Hopkins syndrome, which is a rare genetic condition that causes distinctive facial features as well as an intellectual disability. So whether Peter was actually a feral child or not is unknown. Hmm he may have just been a child that had ran out and they were like, Oh, we found a, a <laughs> we found a dog boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that one's, that one's pretty interesting. Um, next we have Oksana Malaya, the girl raised by dogs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. This picture, it's just, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> We'll put this picture on our Instagram for you by the time this episode releases so you can see it. But um, I actually, I remember hearing about this girl when I was really young and I thought she was faking the whole thing. And in this picture, it totally looks like she's faking, right? Mm -hmm. So in 1994, Oksana was discovered living with wild dogs in the village of Nova Blagovishenka in Ukraine. Hmm. Local police had never dealt with feral humans before, and they had to use food in order to distract the hounds so that way she could be lured mm-hmm. out. They they never said, but how do you think they lured out, Craig? Like, <laughs> hey, come here, come here, come here. I got something. It's exactly like that. <laughs> it worked on Douglas. He was like, he was like, were you calling for me? <laughs> So her story, also pretty sad. Um, her dumbass alcoholic parents had abandoned her outside for five fucking years with the dogs. So these weren't even wild dogs. These were like parents' dogs. Domesticated. Yeah, exactly. So she just basically learned to be a domesticated dog, mm-hmm. which is even worse than being a feral dog because then you at least have a choice. <laughs> Malaya is now in her late 30s. She still requires supervision at an adult care facility 
and will likely never be fully independent. She has also said to speak in a flat, emotionless tone, almost as she's being ordered to talk. <laughs> but her bark remains as strong as ever. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever she's given an object, this is very interesting, her very first instinct is to hide it, <laughs> just like a dog would with a bone. But I also watched a, a little bit of a documentary about her, and I guess all of this actually happened pretty late in her life. So there were they did interviews with her neighbors and everything that um, they were like, I remember her as a child. She did not act like this. So it only took maybe a couple years for it to get to this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's a good one. We've got a we've got a more uplifting one now. Okay. The this one this boy was also raised by dogs. Um, he <laughs> this one's kind of badass. So he kept bringing them food whenever he was like just out abandoned. Uh, eventually earned the dog's respect and worked his way up to being the alpha of the pack. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. How was he feral if he knew to take care of these dogs? He wasn't... Uh, I mean, he was just basically raised by the dogs, but he still had, like, kind of a childhood up till that point. Hmm. But for years, he he just became, became a dog. He learned how to become the alpha. He bit one of them's ear or something, made it yelp. I don't know. All right. <laughs> He he ended up doing really great in life. But another feral success story is the ostrich boy. <laughs> now, whenever you think of feral animals, you I tend to think of like wolves and dogs and like maybe bears or something. But being raised by an ostrich, that's well, something how, else, man. It's a whole other level. How do you do that? <laughs> that's crazy. So a boy named. Hadara was lost by his parents in the Sahara Desert at the age of two. Hmm. He was adopted by ostriches and lived with them for almost 10 years. Wow. At the age of 12, he was rescued and taken back to society and his parents. He later eventually remarried and had children. So, his... (sighs) Okay. Do you think he still has, like, ostrich tendencies with his wife and kids? And to dig it, put his head in the ground? <laughs> he's like, like, honey, did you take the trash out? And he's like, uh, and just shoves his head in the sink or something. <laughs> they have, they have like, a special room in the house where he can put his head inside the ground. He can just go be an ostrich. Like, he's like, daddy's in his hole. He needs this today. It's just a <laughs> room filled with sand. <laughs> he goes, ah! <laughs> So they, like I said, they took him back to his parents, but why? <laughs> they were obviously neglectful the first time. Yeah, like we're, how do you lose your kid, the, your two-year-old, and, in the Sahara Desert? And also, I it seems like he didn't have a hard time adjusting at all either. They make it sound like so. This is one of them that I kind of don't believe. Okay. That. Uh, I I never saw that this one was actually debunked, but I just don't I don't understand how this is how this is possible and why he wouldn't try to go back to living as an ostrich. Mm-hmm. It's just his social skills wouldn't be there, especially if he was gone from the age of two. Yeah, because two is when your brain starts to like develop. I think especially speech. Yeah. So Tarzan was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tarzan was a was a, a feral child. I think weren't his parents? Didn't they go out there I don't into know. the jungle, and then one of them was like killed, or they both were killed? I don't know, but I know he was raised by apes or gorillas or whatever. Now, after I started reading about all of this, it really got me thinking about like human superiority. Okay. It's yeah, it's still a common belief that humans are completely different than animals, and we tend to view ourselves that way. Okay. But honestly, is it just because because of opposable thumbs? Do we really deserve like like the superiority complex or I don't know. It's just it's a very strange thing to think about because obviously these animals have the capability of like caring for something, caring for something that's even not their own in yeah. some cases. But I know that's not like that with every single animal. I don't expect somebody to go out there and be raised by fucking alligators or anything. Mm -hmm. But it, it's really strange that people really just don't think that animals can, like, think like us. I don't know. I'm trying to... I don't know. I gotta think about this one. Because it all boils down to, like, what's our human instinct? Because <clears throat> we still battle human instinct every day. Just a lot of it's not really accepted nowadays, even though it's it was very common for us to do thousands of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like say like murder or eating people, stuff <laughs> like that. That's, that could be human nature, <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, no, I did read recently. It's not in human nature for you to want to eat another human. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a lot of things that make your brain say that that's not really okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, Greg. I'm glad I know this. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> I, I'm on it. I'm on it right now. But I do think the superiority complex that we have has to do with the language barrier because we don't understand it. We, it's like if an alien came to our planet, they were like, oh, meat. <laughs> <laughs> You're less than us. You're less than. Yeah, you can't, you can't travel dimensions. <laughs> but... I believe that animals are incredibly intelligent and have the capacity to adapt and love some animals and yeah. some people for that matter. Yeah. Definitely not every person. Um, I found another more recent occurrence from Uganda. All right. It was a small boy named John Subunya who was just kind of wandering around in the jungle and uh, he was about like three years old-ish and i think they believe that he was like part of a, a tribe or something that mm -hmm. lived out there but he got lost and um they like these monkeys were were following up uh, like in the trees and stuff and they were throwing fruit at him <laughs> <laughs> but not because his stand-up routine or podcast was bombing all right <laughs> <clears throat> the monkeys were actually making sure that he was being fed now, these oh. were vervet monkeys. Okay. Um, after a while, the leader of the monkey group, like, they obviously he wasn't, like, climbing the trees up there with them like Tarzan, but the uh, leader of the group would come down and, like, just kind of sit with him and, like, feed him and make, him, make sure he was okay. Mm -hmm. uh, they believe that he'd only been out there for about a year, but still... That's so young. And these monkeys kept a toddler alive for a year. Yeah. I know people that I wouldn't trust to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So something funny about this kid, when they found him, he was actually starting to grow like fur on his body. Huh. They had to shave him. Wow. 
that's crazy and it just shows like as soon as you put a human back in their natural habitat they regress they, they start to regress it's very strange um he actually also grew up to be uh like kind of successful uh he went back to uganda he became a beloved musician that like plays around there and stuff okay um but yeah that one that one was a pretty good story he seemed like a really happy guy he seemed to be able to function in society and everything after that yeah so there was another girl who was raised by monkeys um just like john according to maria chapman this is her she was kidnapped at a young age and abandoned in the jungle of columbia so she lived with the monkeys for about five years and they definitely weren't as nice to her as they were to the boy in Uganda. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks. I know, right? She said that they never really gave her anything. She just had to wait until they dropped something and hope she could get to it before another monkey could. Hmm. Uh, when she was about nine, she finally got the courage to approach people in the jungle. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right? This is where she was captured and sold into sex slavery. That sucks. Right? People suck. Mm-hmm. She eventually escaped and was homeless. Uh, again, experts have tried to disprove her story, and everyone is pretty sure that this entire thing is fake, but they also can't disprove it. Like your precious God! <laughs> uh, Greg, if you could be raised by any animal, what would you want to be raised by? I keep wanting to think, say, bear. Bear? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting one. bear. One. Just one single bear? Yeah. There was that guy uh, that lived out there with the bears, the Kodiak Man or whatever they called him. I don't know. Did you ever hear about that? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. So this guy, he uh, went out and lived in, I believe it was um, Canada, something. It was either Canada or Russia. I don't know. Somewhere cold where there's a bunch of bears. Hmm. And he was living out there, and um, there's a full recording of him just with the bears and then they started to attack him and they basically just ripped the dude to shreds after he had lived with them for ever damn yeah so as as much as i want to believe a lot of these these raised by animal stories there's just as many people that go out into these jungles and woods and forests and just get ripped to shreds by mm -hmm. the same things so i don't know i don't know what makes these people different but Maybe they just had a smell about them. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like some most man and most animals, uh, I feel like they can tell the difference between an adult and a child, like they do with their young. Yeah. So if they see a child, they're gonna be nurturing about it, and when they see an adult, they think they're gonna get shot or killed or something. So they're on the defense. I don't know. I understand that because I can tell you this much: I definitely recognize an infant from an adult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah. <clears throat> for yeah, the most that's part. Right. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, you pretty 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 identifiable. So next up is the mysterious Lobo Wolf Girl from Mexico. All right. In eighteen forty five, a girl was seen running around on all fours with a pack of wolves attacking a herd of goats. A year later, she was recognized with the wolves eating a goat. Do you think it was the same goat? 
They just they tracked him it? down for a year. Yeah, I was like, do you think they missed it the last time they saw? So they just kept trying to find it. See, that's why people shouldn't try to be animals. They can't <laughs> do it as efficiently. Uh, they ended up capturing her, but she escaped. Hmm. Um, in 1852, she was seen yet again suckling two wolf cubs. <laughs> but like, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. It just, just. <laughs> Tits and ham. Yeah. <laughs> but when when they saw her, she ran into the woods and she was never seen again. Weird. Or was she? Uh-oh. There are accounts of a wolf girl seen near Texas rivers um around the same time actually too. Hmm. A, a bunch of cowboys set out to find her and eventually cornered her. They finally managed to lasso her and keep her still, but while they were tying her up, she began to make frightening, unearthly sounds, somewhere between the scream of a woman and the howl of a wolf. That's crazy. Greg, do it. Uh, that one, I don't think I can do. You're like, (laughs) 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 So, they put her on a horse, tried tried to tame her, but... She just escaped right back into the countryside. That's crazy. Yeah, feral feral children are, are crazy, especially the ones that disappear back out into there. Yeah. Did you know that a lot of people dispute some of these? <laughs> nuh And, like, but their only argument for a lot of these is they say, like, even in the jungles— most live births require a certificate, so it's unlikely that a child could go missing in the jungle. Hmm. But, but I say, why not? Huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Jungles are crazy, and like we talked about in the Alaska Triangle episode, I mean, one out of every 250 people go missing there. Yeah. So why wouldn't a child be able to go missing and become feral? Yeah. Yeah. A kind of fun theory that I was reading about um, was that a lot of like the missing 411 cases that Greg likes so much could be due to feral humans living in national parks and like the Appalachian Mountains and stuff. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. I tried so hard. I practiced it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do you, what, what's some of the stuff you've heard about that? Dude, I, I haven't heard much about feral children, but I've heard the Appalachian, Mount, Appalachian Mountains are pretty fucking weird and mysterious well yeah we did an entire episode on them (laughs) there's this guy who has like they have like some camp in the in the mountains that no one else knows about and but anyway yeah he says like they've been going to this camp for like years and it's like their spot and they have like their own like little hut and stuff anyways there's like a pictures and recordings of this weird ass stuff they hear like they built this little hut thing because they will sometimes hear a weird animal or weird noise that sounds like a living thing and they'll have to run into their hut and hide and one time it got it it like walked around their campsite and they think it was like a sasquatch or something but they said that's like they don't know but there's like a recording of its noises and tree knocking it's crazy i ran into a lot of that stuff too whenever i was researching this and like um like the wendigo Mm-hmm. and skinwalkers and stuff like that also playing into these things hmm. there's it it seems like there's always something paranormal tied to this stuff yeah um, 
but it it's very strange the and very enlightening to this whole thing on just really what kind of just the nate like i said earlier nature versus nurture like what how much can you learn without uh without actual parents you would at least learn to survive you could learn survival skills maybe but yeah i th- I think a lot of survival skills are definitely ingrained but you just have to know how to uh interpret them yeah you're like either, I, you can either do it or you can't pretty much i know when w- there's sometimes when i'm like man like especially after i've eaten like like shit for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> there's sometimes where i'm like you know what would make me feel better probably a salad <laughs> <laughs> and i just i've got to get some greens in me or some water mm-hmm. or something and then i'm like oh yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> but yeah just survive 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 that's the name of the game survive survive ow greg if you could send your child off to live with an animal not a bear what would it be just as like a daycare who do you think animal would raise your child the best a dog a dog i think dogs would raise my kid well yeah I, i would trust my dog with my kid i think i would want my kid to be raised by lizards Hmm. Yeah. Not literally, though. They they wouldn't be able to. No, they wouldn't be able to carry my child unless yeah. they were big enough. I'm gonna send my kid off to live with the Komodo dragons. Yeah. There, that that way you'll learn to have a spine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Snakes just leaving leaving a kid in the snake pen. That's always going. <laughs> have we ever talked about what you would name your kid? If it was a boy, Oliver. Okay. If it was a girl, I don't know yet. No, you just don't have any plan for that. I really don't have a plan on getting married or anything, dude. <laughs> I'm good with <laughs> I'm good with my life right now, and I want this to be forever. So, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good by myself. I'm done with that shit. You heard it here first. Greg is going to be in podcasts forever. <laughs> now you may have noticed our good buddy Matt's not here this time. He couldn't make it. Make it. He had a prior engagement that we found out about real quick. Yeah. <laughs> this prior <laughs> prior real quick hopefully he'll be back soon um but to be honest with you guys we have no intention of of stopping these podcasts so yeah have fun oh yeah <laughs> have definitely. fun with it definitely have fun with it and get jiggy with it get, too get jiggy with it if you want to reach out to us you can do that at this never happened underscore show on instagram you can also find us at uh or email us at tnhcartoon at gmail.com mm-hmm. i believe these are now available on apple podcasts so okay. if you're listening to this right now only on spotify and you don't want to that's an option yeah you could be like today i'm gonna use apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah and if you want to tell a friend that's like oh, i don't like spotify then you can tell them hey get on fucking apple Spotify, yeah. apple <laughs> apple podcast apple Spotify. yeah <laughs> it's like spotify but it's apple it's, it's a lot like it <laughs> yeah well this has been this never happened podcast fuck on i hope you do